You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Numbers chapter 19, verses 1 through 22, the red heifer and the water of purification. Over the next 38 and a half years, 1.2 million Israelites would die in the wilderness, so there would be many times they would come into contact with dead bodies. So God provided a means of purification so they might be cleansed. They were to take a red heifer without defect or blemish, and that has never been under a yoke. This was likely young, since it had never had a yoke laid on it. The color was reddish-brown. It was to be slaughtered outside the camp by a priest, but not the high priest. In this case, it was Eleazar. He was to take some of its blood on his finger and sprinkle it seven times toward the front of the tent of meeting. Then he is to observe it as it is burned completely, its hide, flesh, blood, and intestines. While it is burning, he is to take some cedar wood, hyssop, and scarlet wool and throw them onto the burning heifer. These items were also used for the cleansing of skin diseases in Leviticus chapter 14. Then he must wash his clothes and bathe before he returns to the camp. He will be considered ceremonially unclean until evening. The same goes for the man who was tasked with burning the heifer. Then another man who is ceremonially clean will gather up the ashes of the heifer and put them in a clean place outside the camp. Then the ashes were used as the agent of purification. Anyone who touched a dead body, and this could not be avoided, would be ceremonially unclean for seven days. This contamination could result if they were even in the same tent at the moment the person died. It could also result from touching a human bone or a grave. Containers without lids in the tent would also be unclean. The people must purify themselves with the water on the third and seventh days, then they would be clean. But if they failed to do this as required, they would remain unclean. Failure to purify themselves after touching a human corpse would be defiling the Lord's tabernacle and would require they be cut off from Israel. The ceremony itself involved placing ashes from the red heifer into a jar and pouring fresh water over them. Then anyone who is clean, not just a priest, is to take some hyssop, dip it in the water, and sprinkle the tent and all the furnishings and people who are there, including anyone who had been contaminated by a dead body. This is to be done on the third and seventh day. Those who are being cleansed must wash their clothes and bodies, and they will be considered clean that evening. Failure to do so defiles God's sanctuary, and this was to be a lasting ordinance. Scarlet Threads So what scarlet threads or hints of Jesus Christ or application to the Gospel do we find in this chapter? Well, what are we to make of this ceremony? How could it possibly have any relevance to the life of a Christian believer thousands of years removed from it? Sin has a polluting effect, therefore purification is necessary. But Jesus' blood cleanses us from sin. God expected his people to be able to distinguish between clean and unclean, holy and unholy. He still expects us to purify ourselves from all uncleanness. The red heifer had to be without blemish or defect. Jesus was the sinless, sacrificial Lamb of God, bearing our sins. 
it was also required to have never had a yoke placed on it. And this was like the donkey Jesus rode into Jerusalem at the triumphal entry. The sacrificial animals were killed and burned completely. Jesus' sacrifice was complete. He really died. His death satisfied the righteous wrath of God against sin, making his death an atoning sacrifice. The enmity has ended and we can have peace with God. This heifer was killed and burned outside the camp. The writer to the Hebrews picks up on this to show that, likewise, Jesus was killed outside Jerusalem. A clean man was required to scoop up the ashes and take them away. This task was not delegated to an inferior. We, as priests in the New Covenant, must be willing to do menial work with a proper attitude, knowing we are working for the Lord. Nothing must be regarded as mundane or beneath us. The writer to the Hebrews also uses this ceremony to compare outward cleansing to inward cleansing. He explains it is inferior to the cleansing we receive from Jesus, which cleanses our consciences. It says, The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean, sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more, then, will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God? If they fail to cleanse themselves from this ceremonial uncleanness, it remains on them and they are liable to punishment, even death. If we fail to come to Jesus for cleansing from our sins, we remain in our sins and under the condemnation of God and will suffer his wrath, including the second death. The person who was to be purified with running water. This is sometimes called living water and pictures the Holy Spirit, whom Jesus says will live in us. And this was to be a lasting ordinance. And it was as long as the old covenant was in force. But since this type was fulfilled in Jesus and he has brought in a new covenant, it is no longer required as a ceremony. From this chapter we see the contaminating power of uncleanness, how everything touched by death is also contaminated. The result of sin is the curse of death, because death entered the world through it. Our sin not only defiles us, but others. The red heifer and the water of purification both pointed to Jesus, who alone could reverse the curse by becoming a curse for us. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion Series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Numbers chapter 20. May God bless the study of his word.